Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. Sean Dizzle, what is up? Mikey Dizzle. Welcome to the Unchurched Podcast. How's it going, good people? So glad that you're here. All right, brother. Let's talk some shit. Let's talk the shit. All right. So, should we start over? Actually, you know what? No, I want to go backwards for a minute. Let's go backwards. You just had a birthday. I did. Yeah. I am 32 years old now. Sweet. 32 years old. How's that feel, young man? That's what my dad would say. My uh, 57, soon to be 58-year-old dad, he would say. How's that feel, young man? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't feel older, and I don't feel younger. I mean, it's 32, you know? It's not sure. a big deal. Sure. It is a big deal. You, Brooke's you just got... happy. So she's like three months older than me. Okay. So she's just happy that we're the same age now. Oh. Reveal, but okay. All right. I'll give it to her. I'll give it to I her. I mean, I, li- I like it too. You know, it's cool. We're the same age. <laughs> okay. But I just, still give just her wait. shit because yeah. she's still older. <laughs> right. Of course, as you should. You should tease her that she's robbing the cradle. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the time she's, she's a cougar, f- bro. Yeah, she's a cougar. Yeah. <laughs> and then by the time she's forty, you know, you'll uh, she'll be glad that she's older and uh, mm. feeling like she's got a younger man. Yeah, boy. Yeah, that's what's up. Well, I've got six years on my wife. If. I mean, how's that? It's got to be okay, I guess, you know? It's good for you. We're still married. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Still doing our thing. Speaking of still being married, if we're backing up, I mean, I had a birthday, but you also celebrated an anniversary. Yeah. Yeah, 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 we did. Three years. Three-year anniversary on... And so the, the good part is that I remember the date. So, that is good. Yeah, yeah, that's part of the good part. <laughs> Especially only being three years in. <laughs> the other part of it is the fact that um, we went downtown and we whooped it up downtown, man. We had a blast. Downtown Detroit. Yeah, I, I saw that on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we went to Prime and Proper, which is... Never been uh, there. Well, it's only been open for a few months, and you've been gone for more than a few uh, months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and... Um, Is it like the social club? I don't know about the social club. What do you the mean? The social? Maybe it's not the social club. We went to the social. Social. You, me, and the Bonos on your last anniversary, I thought. The social. Where did we go? I don't know. It was probably the Bonos idea, and I didn't have anything to do with it. I was just celebrating with friends. There's and something boom. social is in the name. And it was a pretty legit spot. It was fun. 
Good for huh. drink. You know what I'm There is a punch bowl social. Maybe that. No. And that That's was not, not with us. No. no. When the when the five or six of us went out, we went to some other bar down in Detroit, and I do not remember the name of it. It would be something for Jenna to remember. Mm. And uh, and I don't think it was our anniversary, but it was an opportunity for all five of us to hang out. I could have swore it was your anniversary, but nonetheless, it was a good time. Nevertheless, we had a great Um, uh, We went to Prime and Proper down in Detroit, and uh, I think the area is called... Um, I do not remember the name of the area of Detroit. I do not remember. Was it West, downtown? It was downtown West something. West W-E-S-T. Hmm. I was I was going to say West Branch, but then my dad would West shoot Village. me. It wasn't West Village either. Maybe it was. So it was over by the new bar called uh, uh, Bad Luck Bar. Nah. No, Here's the thing with Detroit and bars. <laughs> One opens yeah. up every three days, so... <laughs> I've been gone way too long to keep up with any bar in Detroit. Sure. Well, well, not only that, but uh, these uh, different areas that uh, that are popping up, that are starting to become popular again. Like the the names of the areas were were always what they were, uh, but it, it's outside of Grand Circus. So downtown Detroit, for those who don't live in Detroit, uh, Detroit period is broken up into a bunch of different areas. You've got uh, Grand Circus Park neighborhoods. That's what they're called, right? Uh, These different neighborhoods. You got Grand Circus Park. You got um, you got West Village. You got East Village. You got Brush Park. You got Midtown, Woodbridge, which is where Sean used to live, right? What what? Which is affectionately called what? White Bridge. White Bridge. Yeah. Because I'm you... white. White. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got Corktown. You got. Love uh, some Corktown. Corktown Oldest is awesome. Neighborhood in Detroit, BT Dubs. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's there's so many. You got Lafayette Park. Eastern Market. Eastern Market. And, and Rivertown. Which. Uh, I never spent much time in Rivertown. Yeah, I think we were both priced out of Rivertown. Oh, dude, uh, Greek Town? Greek Town. How could I forget Greek Town? Pole it's Town. Like Party Central. Pole Town on top of that, right? Mm-hmm. Pole Town. Greek Town, Pole Town. Uh, you got all these different neighborhoods within uh, the city of Detroit, and it was absolutely awesome. So anyway, uh, we were in, we were uh, having dinner at Prime and Proper. Check this out. So I had a... Uh, for the first time, a 32-ounce tomahawk ribeye. Tomahawk? What is that? Yeah. Did I tell you about that? I didn't tell you about that, did I? No, man. The tomahawk. So, you ever see that guy, who the Asian guy with the sunglasses, who he's all over Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that. When he goes to season uh, his steaks, he's a chef. He uh, gives a pinch of salt and pepper... And he lets it roll off of his uh, his elbow. Have you seen that thing? I haven't, no. No? Wow. I got to send you some videos then. But um, I, anyway, the point was that he he started that with a tomahawk steak. But 
basically the steak is the size of your face and uh Damn. and and the bone is just as huge um so That's what she said <laughs> indeed so this steak cost me 135 dollars right good loud good god almighty i know and then the wife she gets sold so we walk in and they take our coat they take our jackets it was raining they take her. They take my hat. I had on a dab from Henry the Hatter. Shout out to Henry the Hatter for sure. Um, and then R.I.P. Well, they did open back up in a new spot, just not oh, okay. in their original spot. Yeah, pretty sad. Anyway, huh. uh, so it, it's a very elegant place. You, you don't get you don't get one server. You get two. Damn. Yeah, and they have a dry aging room that's about, I don't know, 600 square feet full of beef stacked like four stacks high, you know, wow. on racks and, uh, you know, four shelves high on racks and uh, they're aged super, super good. So the uh, the popular steak of today, 2018, 2017, 2018 is called Wagyu. And so Jenna's like, I'm going to try the Wagyu. Price is no option. I said, all right, that's great. <laughs> Price is no option. I'm glad to know it now. Yeah. And uh, there was a three ounce or six ounce portion. She chose the six ounce. And, of course. Yeah. Because price is no option. Price is no option. It was $165 just for her six ounces. Good lord. Yeah. So mind you, this I got better been good. Oh dude, it was orgasmic. It was out of this world. <laughs> so I paid $135 for 32 ounces and $165 for six ounces. So it was not uh all that great, but of a price. At the end, you know, I had a few glasses of scotch and she had a few margaritas. And um we walked out of there four seventy eight before the tip. Damn. Four seventy eight for one mil. So you pay for the experience, right? You know, yeah. I had well, I had, it, I had it a is side anniversary. Of, yeah, you know, three years. It wasn't ten or twenty five or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna yeah, be taking out a mortgage for <laughs> God almighty. ten year. Serious. But it, we had a good time. That was fun. Then we went from there to the Bad Luck Bar. And then uh, we both had two drinks there. And that was 110 bucks for four Damn. drinks. Stupid. Before a tip. Again. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Took an Uber home. And we were good. But we had a good time. It was a good anniversary. So what did you well, do for your birthday? For my birthday, I woke up started drinking <laughs> and I didn't stop until 14 hours later when I passed out well happy birthday to you <clears throat> but not like a drunk pass out just like a you know I'm tired pass out but yeah we sure. went to a brewery um, that was like an hour away from where we live in Decoin and dude it was good like this burger I don't I think I snapped you it had like a knife in it and there was like I mean it was freaking huge um, so I kind of went out a little of my wheelhouse cause I don't like cold slaw. Really? 
this bur yeah, just I can't do it. But oh this God, burger had pulled pork on the top of it, and underneath the beef, right, the patty was coleslaw and like cheese, and oh God, it was so freaking good. Wow, so good. So they popped your coleslaw cherry. I mean, sorta, yeah. I mean, I've had it. I just I don't like it. But dude, I would I would eat that burger every day. Wow. Wow. And then obviously we had some drinks. They're a, a brewery, so they brew their own shit. And I had some uh, tried two different drinks. Obviously, kind of go towards the IPAs, and they had a really decent American IPA. Yeah. Or uh, I'm sorry, Imperial IPA. So okay. That was good. One of my friends got a a flight, but it's not like you know how flights are usually like four, six, or eight. Uh, maybe in the, in the, <laughs> maybe in your town. Oh well, this one was twelve, and they were like two to three out. I couldn't tell. It had to be probably Good three God. ounce shots. And wow. like, kudos to him, man. He finished all of it. Seriously, it, it went anywhere from blonde to like chocolate, freaking malt, and uh, it wow. was just. I mean, it was fun. You know, we all kind of sipped on them and stuff, but. Yeah, man, we just hung out and had fun. Went over to a friend's house that night, had pizza, and kept drinking. And it was a good day, man. Wow. I, I'm not a birthday guy. Like, I don't really care about birthdays because yeah, it was 32. You know, it's not like it's 40. It wasn't yeah, like it was no 30. Mile marker, yeah. anything on it, and and I'm just not a bir- like. Even if it was like 40, uh, I'm not like a. Hey, it's my birthday. Everyone, look at me and. Let's celebrate me. It's kind of like, no, if anything, my mom should be celebrated. Like, she went through the shit of having me, you know? It's a lot of attention. I agree with you. I've never been comfortable with uh, having all the attention on me for my birthday. I would rather just do something low-key, you know? Yeah, for sure, man. Small, intimate crowd. And it was fun, man. You know? Some friends, some beer, some food. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the way it should be. Yeah, sure. Especially when you don't have kids, you know? Mm-hmm. That's the way to go. Just have a nice, small crowd and have a good time. And, you know, and not knocking anybody that loves to have a big party and be the center of attention. But, you yeah, know, well. you're talking about the difference between an introvert and an extrovert at that point, right? Mm-hmm. So. Well, and two, I think once you kind of grow a little older, you kind of realize it's not about you necessarily it's about other people who love and care about you want to be able to express how much they care about you oh yeah exactly so i mean i get that you know what i'm saying but sure sure fortunately there wasn't like a let's go to this mexican restaurant and wear this big ass fucking hat and we're all gonna sing to you and everyone's gonna clap and that ain't me. Yeah. Bunch of but margaritas falling around. On the flip around. side, here, here's the funny, ironic part. On the flip side, if it's a friend's birthday, I'm all about, like, making them, a, you know, the, the star and being like, it's his birthday! <laughs> you know? <laughs> sure. Absolutely. So I don't know where that comes from because I'm super introverted with my birthday, but. Yeah. No, that's reasonable. Yeah, I remember uh, my my mother, my mom, uh, telling me uh, about a time when I was uh, I don't know about six, seven, eight years old. Um, 
they had a surprise birthday for me. So I was going down the stairs to the basement. My mom was calling me down to the basement. And then all of my family were fr- and friends were down in the basement. I came downstairs. They turned the lights on. Surprise! And from that point forward, I've been traumatized, and I don't like surprises. <laughs> what were you scared? <laughs> you were scared? <laughs> scared the literal crap out of me. I ran back upstairs. Yeah. Wow. So I'm not a surprise guy. I'm not a guy that wants a big party or a whole bunch of uh, uh, attention. You know, right. just I just want to have a good time. You yeah, know? man. Just have sure. a good time. Yeah. It's not worth all so, the dude, attention. We, uh, it's not. It's really not. Huh. So we missed a lot of time. It's been, uh, I mean, shit, I went to Boston for two weeks. You've had yep. some stuff going on at home and. Yep. And then I had some stuff, and we've, you know, it's been a minute for yep. show. Yep. So some of our notes, I know, you know, some topics we've kind of wanted to hit on. Uh, we might not even want to do that now just because it's been done and people have already talked about it. But you got yeah. anything relevant that you want to talk about or something that, you know, over the past whatever three weeks it's been that you want to kind of hit on? Yeah, so uh, real quick, um, Bill Cosby has been found guilty on three accounts, three different women. Mm-hmm. Uh, one account per woman, I guess. Me too. <laughs> That's the movement. <laughs> and uh, Weinstein, the big guy in, in Hollywood, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. he's got about, I don't know, 19, 20 something accounts against him, and he's still walking free and, and happy as a lark. And uh, and our very fine president, he's got 19 counts against him, uh, and he's uh, still able to lead the country. And uh, God bless our president, you know, that's wonderful. I'm all God for bless it. The role of the president, we got that. <laughs> God bless our president. No matter what his flaws may be or whatever. God bless him. Uh, but Bill Cosby is like 80, almost 90 years old. And uh, blind. Needs a guide. Needs somebody to walk him around. And uh, and ready to uh, ready to kick the bucket in any day. And uh, he's got three accounts against him. Each... Uh, Worth about 10 years apiece, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't have 30 years left on this earth. Yeah. Yeah. That's some shit, dude. But uh, <sighs> it's just, I don't even know how I feel about it because, yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of people are, you know, backlashing against the Cosby show. Oh, yeah. They're, and, they're networks that refuse to play. Cosby show at this point. Right. You know? Like, I mean, let's talk about that for half a second. I mean, what it's if, amazing. Like, I, I Absolutely mean, like, amazing. Because here, here's my thought. Like, he's a performer. He's an actor. He's an artist. This is his thing. This is his job, right? Oh, yeah. He was a comedian, so, like, right? Before all of that. Before the TV I, shows, he was a comedian, stand-up comedian. I mean, let's take you. This is super hypothetical. Let's say oh. you're a rapist. Let's go. Yeah. Right? 
So you get out of your nine to five and then you go rape people and kill them or do whatever you want to do. Oh boy. Does it mean you're not good at your job? Uh. <laughs> and again, I'm not, oh, I'm like, well, boy. not again. I haven't said this yet, but like, I'm not trying to take away from like the horrible things that have happened. Right. But to not play like this great show, I mean. Oh, dude. An, a fantastic family show. That that's the only thing to me. Like, okay, things are gonna happen. He's freaking old and gonna die soon. Sure, you know, like I, I mean, I get that. And supposedly he did these things, which are horrible. And I do not. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, they're bad. You should have punishment for them. That's the way that our society works. And I totally agree. Like, I'm not condoning those things. However. You made a kick-ass show that's awesome and good for the whole family, and that was his job. Like, why come against that? You know, I, I just right. I struggle with making that uh, connection personally. Yeah, what you do know. You think? Uh, well, okay. So, number one, I'm a bit jaded. Um, I uh. From Cosby, yeah. The show? Well, well uh, or no. From uh, him as a person? I'm, I'm, I'm jaded. I'm jaded because number one, I'm black. All right, I don't hide the fact that I'm fucking black. I'm black. All right. I mean, you can't really hide it unless you're I can't hide it. it. It is what it is, right? And so, right there, majority of people that would hear what I have to say would say, "Okay, he is biased because he's black." Sure. Right. <clears throat> and I know that he has uh, he has uh, admitted to giving quaaludes to certain women. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that he violated these women. Because the fact of the matter is, is that everybody knows that Bill Cosby is married. Number one, everybody. There isn't a a single person on this earth that doesn't know that Bill Cosby is married. Number one. That being said, every single person that has ever done anything with him knows that he was married and knows that he was committing infidelity and that he was capable of doing not-so-savory things. Right? Sure. So you... Being a female, you're spending time with this married man, alone with him, knowing that he's married. He's a married man. Um, And just because maybe he gave quaaludes doesn't mean that they didn't want it. Just saying. Well, I mean, I wouldn't shoot you. I listen to podcasts, too, and people have... I mean, this is, like, topic of conversation, obviously. Oh, dude, this is conversation all over the news, all over everywhere, yeah. right? And so similar similar things have been said from black, not black, Asian, whatever. It doesn't matter to me, to you. Who, you know, who cares what fucking color you are? Sure. But un- unfortunately, I understand your whole preface before your comment, because unfortunately, that's a real thing to some people, blah, blah, blah. However... My point, 
I definitely see what you're saying because it's kind of so something <laughs> a little similar to something I saw in the news about a cheerleader for an NFL team. Oh yeah, um, we wanted to talk about this too. Yeah, yeah for sure. C- coming out and saying, "Oh, these men are trying to grab my ass and they're yelling, you know, profane sexual things at me." And it's like, "Sweetheart, you are the you're like a zero and you got your big old ass and you got them little bit shorts <laughs> and you're showing everything you possibly can." Yeah. Probably 99% of them have a very small ass by the way. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> like how do you not understand like you are eye candy sweetie you can put whatever fucking label you want on it that you're a professional dancer or you're a you know professional cheerleader or athlete or whatever you want to call it but like at the end of the day you're there to look hot and get people motivated into cheering that is your job sure and no doubt i'm about not it. trying to desensify the like that, you know, these women are people and they should not be treated a certain way. I'm totally on that fence or they on are. the side of that fence. Absolutely. What I don't get is, okay, but like, you can't be like a hoe and then bitch about people fucking you. Sure. I mean, sure. if you want to get into details of why you're a hoe, then we can talk. But like, at, I mean, the black and white of it is you're a cheerleader made to look hot for mostly men to be into something. And, like, you're going to this place where they serve shit tons of beer. I mean, how can you come out against people yelling things at you? You know? Like, how fucking weak and, like, soft can we be as people these days? Like, everything is always the biggest thing, and... Well, I have feelings too. Why are you in that job? I mean, <laughs> what, no one made you go be a cheerleader. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and I agree with you 100%. Some of that is a little, little too harsh, and maybe I'm desensitized to certain things because I don't, I've never experienced it because I'm a fat white guy. I don't know. But like, nah. I don't know. So to play the same thing into. The Cosby thing, which is what you were saying, like, why would you go to someone's hotel room as a, okay, this is a married actor, they're asking you to their hotel room, what do you think is going to happen? Sure. Yeah. Well, that I mean, doesn't if a necessarily... of a yeah. church asks you to his fucking hotel room, what do you think is going to happen? Sure. You yeah. don't have to meet someone in a hotel room. Yeah. And the you wouldn't works. do it. The hotel yeah. bar works, a restaurant works, a public oh, yeah. place works. So, I mean, yes, what has happened is horrible. However, it's not all on that, that man or that person because some stupid choices have, you know, taken place leading up to that. Yeah, you know, my, my, my thing is, I, I agree with you 100%. Like, you have a job where you are employed to excite men quite literally literally that is your job to get people excited i don't want to just say men your job is to get people excited yeah. about the game that's going on you know what there are some people that are going to be too drunk and they're going to 
yell obscenities to you. Or what's the 1960s, 70s, 80s, old school type of way of saying it? Catcalling, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to be catcalling. Ran it. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's not a lawsuit. You don't get to be paid grievances because some people yelled out, hey, pretty girl, come on over here and, and give me a kiss. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's shake, not. Shake that little ass, baby. Yeah, something that you're already doing because you've practiced this routine for the last few weeks and this is your job. So, no, you don't have a lawsuit. I'm sorry. It, that doesn't exist for you. Uh, but these women that are saying that Bill Cosby has drugged them and then raped them. Uh, now, that's something that's worthy of uh, yeah, I mean, a court case. Yeah, that's completely different than it is. It's completely cheerleader different. getting yelled at or fondled. I mean, yeah. obviously. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, frankly, cheerleaders, the, you don't have an opportunity to touch a cheerleader. You don't. They come in, that's they go off. That's what I wondered from that article is like, how did someone get down to be able yeah. to touch you? No, it doesn't you happen, just, dude. Like, how, you're just taken off guard by that? Right, there's security I mean, I everywhere. I go down and fondle a cheerleader. No, it's not going to happen. Not that I would want to. Oh, it's not legitimate. Like, dude, Detroit is a sports town. This mm-hmm. is what we do. Like, within blocks and of each other. sidebar... The Detroit Pistons are finally coming back to Detroit, so yeah. it's even more a sports sound. Not not coming, they have come. Oh yeah, that's true. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't been there in a minute. So so uh, Pistons and Wings. Hopefully she said that. Yeah. <laughs> Pistons and Wings are in the same stadium. Okay, then you got the Lions in a different stadium and the Tigers in a different stadium, but they're all within like I don't know. A mile or so radius of each other. Oh, dude, not even. Yeah. So, Detroit is a sports town. And I have been to every single stadium for every single team in Detroit. And let me tell you, ain't no way in hell that you're getting down to touch a cheerleader without getting tackled by security. It's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. So, whatever town this chick is from that she's been assaulted by somebody, you know, possibly coming on the field and following her or whatever the case may be. I don't know the story. You know the story better than I do. I'm just well, not buying it. To be fair, I, I kind of just breezed through the story. Uh, I yeah, I yeah. haven't really. Yeah. At, at the end of the day, still. The bottom line is, is that rape is wrong. Being touched uh, and fondled. When you're when you don't have consent, that's wrong. We're not saying that you know there's anything right about that. No, it's wrong. You should never be touched without your permission. I get that. Uh, I understand that completely. My thing with Bill Cosby though is that this dude is old as dirt at this point, and the fact is is that all his cases are outside of the statute of of limitations. And he still gets uh, screwed at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you got these people that are coming out against Harvey Weinstein and coming out against President Trump that are within the statute of limitations and nothing is happening. And the thing that they have in common, 
unfortunately, is their skin color and their power. Hmm. Not only that, Bill Cosby has put more people in college than I have. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's put more people through college than you have too, Sean. What about you? No, I'm white. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's all good. It's all good. We are who we are. But the man has paved the way for so many people in the industry. Artists. One of my favorite artists of all time is Adam Sandler. Any movie with Adam Sandler in it, I'm watching it. You know where he got his start? Bill Cosby. The freaking Cosby Show. You didn't know that? No. What episode was this? <laughs> Dude, he was all over the Cosby Show. Dude, if you just go back... Well, okay. You were obviously <laughs> I absent. Be able to because... <laughs> you know, you missed all of that. All of those characters that were on the Cosby Show that were like in high yeah. school with the Cosby's kids and cab drivers and all of that stuff. Gotcha. Bill Cosby put them on the map, allowed them to have a part in his show, The Cosby Show. And as a result of being on The Cosby Show, they blew up from that point on. So not only has he put a crap ton of kids through college, he's bought colleges colleges. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The dude has a doctor degree in, in education. The dude mm-hmm. is out of this world. Amazing man. And um, and I'm sorry, I, I agree with Felicia Richard, who was the closest person to him beside his wife. She uh, sent out a, a memo that basically said, this is bullshit. This is nothing more than society destroying the legacy of a great man, of a great black man. Yeah. Well, again, I mean, I still hold to the, you know, my statement before we got into it. I don't understand why, you know, him him as an actor, you know, and his show needing to be canceled and like, like, what's the real issue there? People just don't want to get dirty. Like, is that it? Hmm. Like, and when I say people, let me rephrase that. I guess I'm saying, like, networks and, you know, managers and whoever. Like, I don't know how that industry works, but, like, yeah, are they I. that scared that they are just like, you know what, fuck it. Pull the show. We don't even want to deal with it. Dude, that's the way that Hollywood works, right? Like, you got one thing against you, they don't want to touch you from that point What's, on. Um, right? Oh, my God, my mind is blanking right now. Stupid famous, love his acting. He was in House of Cards and movies galore. You know who I'm talking about? Yes, same, I do. Same shit. What the fuck is his name? <laughs> oh my god, it's like on the tip of my tongue. Uh, Spacey. Yes, Kevin Spacey. It's the yes. same shit. Like, okay, you did some stuff, but like, what? I mean, <laughs> I just. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Why you know does what, it so, dictate? Okay, so hmm. now he's off a show. I mean, okay, maybe I get that. Like, hey, you're going through the shit. Take some time off. Figure your shit out. If you are raping people, we don't really want you on the show. Sure. I mean, I get that, but like, 
don't like def like what is it called defame defame his yep. his name and like his acting like his you know what i'm saying like he was I a do. person sure we're all people we all do shit we don't like yep wake up hello yep but like as a job he did his job really fucking well and this like, dude was an, an amazing actor no doubt i mean amazing yep you cannot say that you know, his roles and the way that he portrays a character is not amazing. So why does that need to be affected? You know, and I'm talking, I guess, you know, like I said, not with going forward. I'm saying like past things, i.e. the Cosby show and Bill Cosby. Like why is why is that show now not iconic and like a good sure. show? Because it was. I agree. And it I still agree. is. It <laughs> and still unfortunately, is. Unfortunately, this man may or may not have, and I guess it's been proven that he has, done some shit in his life. And now, yeah. sure, pay the consequence, I guess. But, like, The Cosby Show will always be a great show. It will. If Let he that is without sin out, cast the first stone, right? Yeah. If they all sure. raped people on their off time, would The Cosby Show not be a great show? Sure. No, it just means they're all fucked up people. But when yeah. you turn the record button on, <laughs> they make a great, wholesome, awesome show. Because they're good actors. And that is their fucking job. I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> No, sure, I agree. Go and at that... him as a person. You sure. know, make him feel the pain of raping three women. Do sure. that. He rapes sure. the women. Make yeah. him feel punished. Yeah. But his job was a great job, and he did it very well. Agreed. Yeah, you know what? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, yeah, if you rape anybody, you deserve to rot in hell for eternity. No doubt mm -hmm. about it. But that's the gospel according to Michael Hines. And the Old Testament. <laughs> and the Old Testament. <laughs> ah, Touche. So, uh, seriously, like, yeah, if you're guilty, then burn. I gotcha. Because, I mean, that's God's standpoint, right? If you're guilty, burn. Uh, I don't think that's unbiblical. I don't think that that is anti-God's way. I think God still feels the same way. If you're guilty, you burn. Would you agree? God still says the same thing. Outside of Christ, you're guilty, you burn. Yes, outside of Christ. Yep. Okay. All right. As long as we get that clarification. <laughs> as long as we don't go down the uh if you burn for eternity or if you burn once and you're gone for life. Mm. I don't know what you just said, but I'm 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 good with outside of Christ you burn. You're guilty, you burn. I get that. Mhm. Mm but in this world that we're living in right now, everybody's still alive, right? Everybody that can hear this podcast is still alive. Bill Cosby is still alive. Maybe uh, he's even listening. Harvey Weinstein is still alive. He might be listening too. The president, he is still alive. He might be listening he's, too. He's definitely not listening. <laughs> Why? He might be. I don't know. He, he might like me. He's not listening. Dude, I don't know, dude. Hot Mike City, he might like me, dude. You never know. But that's, you know. Hey, you never know. So, so, but at the end of the day, seriously, at some point, we have to be able. And, uh, okay, the point that I'm getting to is that there needs to be some reform in our justice system. 
I would agree there. Yeah. There needs to be some reform. There needs to be uh, some equal balance. You know, so so Lady Justice is this uh, this uh, statue of this woman who was blindfolded, holding in one hand scales, and in another hand there's a sword. Okay? And so the, the point is, is that justice should be blind. That's that's the the, the point of the, the blindfold. Justice mm-hmm. should be blind so that they don't see color, they don't see race, they don't know ethnicity, they don't see any financial status or uh, anything. They don't see male or female or anything like that. Justice is blind. All people are equal. No prejudice. Right? No differentiation. And and Paul said the same thing, right? He said, under Christ, there is no Jew, there is no Greek. There is no circumcised versus uncircumcised, right? We are all the same in the, side, in the, in the eyesight of God. True. That's what Paul said. All right? So, the, in, in one hand, Lady Justice holds the scales, which means that all are equal. And in the eyes of God, the, the bottom line is, and, and one thing that bothers me about churches is that they forget the fact that, uh, and we're about to get satisfyingly deep right now. Oh, I feel it coming. Yeah. So, so the, the fact is, is that grace puts us all on the same level playing field. In other words, you're not better than me because you've been saved for 30 years versus one day. Okay. True. That the the fact is is that grace considers all sin the same. There is no difference between my lie and your murder. It is all unjust in the eyes of God. So so lying and murder are just as unjust. There's no there's no scale to say, you know, one is worse than the other for a perfect God. For a perfect God who commits no sin, who has no sin in them has no guile or no deception uh, the the biblical term guile means deception there's no deception within them there is there's nothing that would cause god to offend therefore lying is just as offensive as murder because yeah, neither is of them equally punishable be, oh, well primarily because both of them are against his character Yes. His his holy character, his his loving character. Both of them are against his character. They are not part of his character when it comes down to his dealing with men. Okay? So and I know that some would say that that sounds like a contradiction because he condemns people to hell. But there's that's a whole nother conversation. But the fact is 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 that um when every man stands before God at the end of their days they all stand on the same level playing field. And the thing that sets those apart from heaven and hell is the person of Christ. That's it. It's not your behavior or your uh, what you've done, but it, it's about whether or not you accept the one that is perfect, despite your imperfections. So that when he sees us, according to 1 John chapter 4, he sees us the way he sees his son, us yeah. being us being those that believe in Jesus Christ and his sacrifice and 
is death, burial, and resurrection, right? So, so the the advantage of Christianity is that we believe in the one. I keep touching the cord. I'm so sorry. Uh, the you the difference. My cord. <laughs> the difference in, in in Christianity is the fact that we believe in the one that is perfect, despite our imperfections, and that qualifies us to be the sons of God. Not our behavior, not our uh, works, works, not the things that we do good, the things that we do right, or it, it's not about how many poor that you feed or or naked that you clothe. It's not about any of that at all. It's about your whether or not you believe in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and it is our belief that drives our behavior. That's the that's the latter part of it. So so those that say, oh, all I got to do is believe that Jesus is the Son of God, and therefore I make it to heaven. Well, it's a little bit more than that. It's not just belief, but it's the fact that your belief will drive your behavior. So I believe, therefore I am. I believe, therefore I do. It is not due in order to be accepted, but it's believed to be accepted because belief, what you believe, will dictate your behavior. And, and the fact is, is that that is the same thing that psychologists that are secular believe. That yeah. your emotions and, and the things that you act out on how you feel is based upon what you believe. So if you believe that you're a piece of shit, you're going to act like a piece of shit. But if you believe that you are priceless... And that you are royalty, and that you are divine, and that you are strong, and that you are confident, you're going to exude that. That is going to literally uh, present itself before you even say your name. And that's why people in the secular world that are outside of the church would say, you know what, I don't know that person, but I like their aura. They use that word aura. I like their personification. I like the vibe that they give off. It's because they believe something about themselves, and therefore they behave a different way. So it is in Christianity, when we believe in Jesus Christ, that he is Lord of all, that he is our Savior, that he died on the cross, he was buried, he rose again, that he was the perfect man, and the only begotten Son of God, and the only suitable sacrifice for our, for our sins, because all sin deserves death, and so therefore he died, and that that he is, uh, he is the one that is acceptable to God as a suitable sacrifice. And therefore, our belief in him, therefore, causes us to be able to partake in the relationship that he has with the Father. So because of all of that, we're accepted. And when we believe that with all of our heart, then we begin to behave differently. Then we begin to to live life in a different way. We begin to see things differently. We begin to see through his eyes and hear through his ears and behave the way that is acceptable to him. That it's Jesus said so many times, I only do these things because I've seen my father do, do them first. Right? Mm-hmm. And and so it is with us when we accept Jesus Christ and we and we begin to believe differently. Our behavior changes, and we begin to do things because that's what Jesus did. So I'm going to love you even though you're homeless and you smell like shit, because that's what Jesus would have done. I'm, I'm going to love you, and I'm going to take care of you because you're a widow, because that's what Jesus would have done. I'm going to pray for you because you're sick, because that's what Jesus would have done. 
I'm going to love my wife and I'm going to love my children and I'm going to provide for them because that's what Jesus would have done. Because his love, because his acceptance, because his forgiveness, because it's grace, because it's restoration, because it's provision, because it's everything that Jesus came to bring us. We're going to then duplicate those things despite the church that we go to, despite the denomination that we have and and the, the conversations that we have, despite all of that stuff, because Jesus did it, we're going to do it because we believe in him. I don't know how long that rant was, bro, but that's satisfyingly deep. Amen, bro. I'm satisfied. <laughs> yeah. That's all I just heard. Oh, <laughs> that was the rock glass hitting the, the water bottle. You know, my point was that at the end of the day, I'm not ready to judge Trump, right? Because nobody else is, for that matter. So I, I don't feel bad about not judging him. Uh, I'm not going to judge Harvey Weinstein. Because obviously the justice system isn't judging him either. <laughs> Alright? Neither one of them are being judged. Neither one of them are being indicted. Neither one of them are losing their fucking jobs. Mm-hmm. Right? Therefore... I'm not willing to judge fucking 87-year-old. I don't even know how old he is. He's in his 80s. I'm not willing to judge freaking old-ass Bill Cosby. Leave the man alone. Let him. He's fucking blind, man. Leave the man alone. Let him have his legacy at the end of his life. Why? Just think about it for a second. Why wait to the end of this man's life to try and destroy his legacy? It's a systematic racial injustice stigma that's on this culture, that's on this nation. And it's sick. It's sick. I'm tired of it. Done with it. Boo-hoo. I'm done crying. It's over. Done. Next topic. I like it. However, just to let you know, he was born in 1937. 1937. So how old is he? 80. 80. Soon to be 81. Yep. Yeah. It is what it is, dude. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. So. Man, well, that was some good combo. Yeah, that was so convoluted. There was one thing that I wanted to talk to you about on this podcast, and I, I sent it to you on... Um, Facebook. Right, right, yeah, yeah. What was it? Uh... Talking about reincarnation, essentially. Oh my god, that's a whole nother hour, dude. <laughs> All right, we'll talk about that next time. That's a whole nother hour. So, do you want to? Do you have the article in front of you? Yes, I do. All right. So, do you want to? Do you, just just a synopsis. Don't read it exactly, but just just wetting the whistle, if you will. All right, all right, all right. It was something I found on Facebook, and it really messed with this guy's brain. So he posted it, and it said, "What if when we die, the light at the end of the tunnel is the light to another hospital room where we're born again?" <laughs> 
There oh, you man, go. Man, I can't wait to talk about this. Dude, we are going to talk about this and break this apart. There's a lot more that said in this article, but holy crap, dude. People, it messed me up tuned. for a second, dude. To be honest with you, bro, it messed me up for a second. Oh, well, how can it not? I mean, if if you're open-minded enough to even recognize that it's something to ponder for even half a second, it's kind of like, oh, man, that could really be interesting. Yeah. And yeah. not even just interesting, but, like, what a mind fuck, you know? Sure. Like, well, I, you, you know what, I literally... Die, I wake up coming out of someone other some other womb, but yeah. I have no recollection of my past life. Yeah. And, you know, probably majority of conservative Christian biblical minded people will be like, well, that's not what the Bible says and bubble and just dismiss sure. it immediately. Sure. Sure. But I mean it's trippy to think about, that's all I'm gonna say. And we're not gonna get into it now, I know, but yeah, I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah, so stay tuned. Episode four, it's gonna happen. Episode four, we're gonna talk about this for sure. We have to. This has oh, been yeah. bugging me. <laughs> so, all right, Unchurched Podcast, man, check us out on unchurchedpodcast.com. You want to learn more about us? That's not and a thing. Uh, connect with us. <laughs> you just gave people the wrong address. <laughs> oh. Did I? Okay, yeah, Sean, dude. give us give us the right address. Oh shit! What is our website, dude? I it's unchurchedpod.com. Is it? Yeah. No. <laughs> You're so All right, here we go. I got it. Unchurched. I got it pulled up, and I'm ready. Ready? All right. So if you want to follow us, uh, check out our website at unchurchedpodcast.wordpress.com. You can find us on Twitter. At Unchurched Pod. And you can also check us out on SoundCloud if you want. Uh, you probably don't need to because you already found us on iTunes, but just uh, search Unchurched Pod. That's what I said. Nah, bro, you said unchurchedpodcast.com. That's Whatever, different. dude. <laughs> <laughs> People uh... are going to be going and they're going to find like GoDaddy and then they're going to be like, <laughs> I'm going to buy it because these motherfuckers want it so then they'll have to buy it from me and there'll be more nope I'm not buying anything it's all good it's all alright bro it's been real finally got one in like in the last three weeks hey it was awesome alright we'll get in it again alright I'm Church Podcast thanks for, thanks for listening peace